There was an idea. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people, see if they could become something more. I have an army. We have a Hulk. This is the Marvel Tribe, brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Avengers! Assemble. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Marvel Tribe. We're brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast on businesscider.com. My name is Sean. I'm joined by the Blurred Hulk himself, David, and our special guest tonight, Sam from Walt's Apartment Podcast and Dizology. How are you all doing tonight? Good. Oh, awesome. Good, good. We are, like I said, we are a, a Marvel podcast talking most things Marvel. Basically, a big focus for the next seven weeks will be WandaVision, which is a great show. We've all watched it many, many times. So um, before we get going into it, Sam, what did you think of the episode? Without saying too much, then we'll dive into a little bit more here. I thought it was amazing. They do such great storytelling, and they're telling it on so many different levels that Mm -hmm. if you're a Marvel fan or if you're just, you know... Like you, you could be a comic fan and be super into it, or you can just enjoy it if you just like, you know, like the Marvel films. Right. So I like there's I a lot like of different. Go ahead. Sorry, there's a lot of different levels of depth. I feel like it's something that you don't really have to uh, be like a huge Marvel fan to get into, even though I know everyone is tearing it apart and dissecting everything right now. But uh, David, you're our Marvel aficionado. What did you think of it, my friend? I. Uh... Without going into details, um, I I have to say it was like seven layer dip, mm-hmm. very colorful, and you keep going back and you get a different experience each time. Sure. There's there's a lot of layers to this episode and to actually all the episodes, but particularly this one and it's okay. colorful. Perfect. So what we'll do is we will basically go through a rundown of what happened in the show, and we'll just say this happened, this happened, this happened here, and then. We'll dive back into it, and I did. I know David, you picked up a lot of stuff from it. Sam, you did as well. Just different tidbits and different things that be coming out of it. So, who wants to do the breakdown and kind of say what happened in the show? Oh, she's pointing to herself. So, let's go, you. Sam. <laughs> go ahead, Sam. Tell us what happened in the episode. So, the episode starts with. I mean, it's kind of like a Brady Bunch theme because we know that they're going through different sitcoms so you've got that brady bunch intro and then you see the doctor is there with vision and wanda and she is very visibly pregnant as we saw at the end of episode two uh the doctor's kind of like oh you're four months along and vision is freaking out a little bit because he's like well she's 12 hours pregnant <laughs> so that is happening they're talking to the doctor the doctor's telling her about all of the different fruit that she or the sizes of fruit that the baby will be which as most expectant mothers know we think about our babies as the size of fruit it's true it's we do. easier that because it's easier that way it oh, is the doctor. I thought the funny line he did say was when he said it, it makes it easier for the women to understand it. I, I thought that was kind of a dig, but I'm not like, oh, okay, doc, you know. And they both kind of had that look on their face, like, wow, you know. But it's time, it's yeah. real. This is real life. Is. Yeah. yeah. Like there are pregnancy apps that women have. Oh yeah. And it shows you the size of your baby and the size of fruit. Okay. So after the doctor leaves, you can see that you know Vision's figuring it out a little bit. There's a little rewind from Wanda there. 
She resets reality and she's very quickly progressing through labor in one day. And they're painting the nursery. They are having some weird things happening at the house because of her Braxton Hicks contractions and then her real labor starting. Vision runs off to get the doctor and Geraldine comes over because she needs a bucket because when Wanda's water broke, (laughs) it broke all the pipes in town. (laughs) So Geraldine needed a bucket and she comes over. They start chatting. Some very interesting Interesting things happen. A stork appears. That's going to be important to us today. And then we have two beautiful babies. And Vision walks the doctor out after that scene. And we realize... Strange conversation with the neighbors. Yes, he has a very, very strange conversation with Agnes and Herb. Mm -hmm. And then he goes back inside and Geraldine is gone. Because Wanda had a strange conversation with Geraldine. <laughs> that was one of the weirdest parts of the whole thing, I thought. But... That's because you don't want to admit what we're really seeing from Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, yeah, it was not cool. Did I miss anything? Oh, that's something. I mean, that's, actually, that's, that was that's pretty that's, yeah. Yeah, beginning to end. So now we can dive into like from the beginning to the end. Um like the first thing, like you said, it was, you know, it went from the Brady Bunch thing, which I thought was cool. A lot of uh, Mary Tyler well, Moore things in there, the, he- the hexagon instead of the squares for the Brady Bunch. So, yep. So there's three uh, nods I, I saw. So the Partridge family, mm-hmm. the, so the opening is actually the, the music and everything was yep. kind of the Partridge, was a Partridge family. Uh, Three's Company. With them riding the bikes, you see, okay. you know, Jack yeah, okay. and Babbles on there and stuff. And then, obviously, the Brady Bunch, but with the hexagons versus the square box. The swing set, too. Oh. When they're building it outside and it breaks, that's a yep. Brady Bunch thing. Yes. So, do we want to get into... Yeah, let's, yeah, let's dive into it. I mean, I think just, do we go in sequence, or do you want to pull your your parts out of it that you thought, like, just jumped out at you? I mean... We can go in sequence stuff, I guess. Uh, so the doctor. So the first scene was, you know, the the doctor um, kind of meeting with Wanda and Vision and uh, going over uh, the pregnancy. Uh, you see Vision kind of still kind of perplexed. He's like, dude, like this just kind of came out of nowhere, you know. Right. Like, you know, and he, he talks about, you know, um, you know, the side when the doctor is going over the size of the fruits and stuff, because, you know, it's what helps women understand, you know, I mean, again, they're kind of, you know, uh, pointing to like the seventies and kind of how, you know, people kind of thought women were or whatever and stuff. But um, vision kind of was asking some very inquisitical questions and stuff. And you see one to kind of clinch his, his thigh there and stuff like you know he's like oh, so what kind of fruit are we talking like 12 hours and she does the whole like interrupt them and stuff and like this is a fruitless conversation let's kind of move on basically kind of trying to kind of you know speed things speed things along and stuff and move it and hurry up and kind of get the doctor out so she had vision walk the doctor out and and you know that's where we find out that the doctor was planning on going on a trip to bermuda 
Right. And which, you know, for those of you, I mean, who, most people know Bermuda, the Bermuda right. Triangle and stuff, um, which is also known as the Devil's Triangle. And not that there's a lot of semblance there, but I, I think it has a little more interplay later um, with just some mentioning of the devil and, and stuff. But but yeah, that was my take on that first scene was just kind of there was um, just there's a subtle of, you know, uh, Wanda wanting to keep the fantasy going. So she was kind of disrupting some of the very things that could break the fans like a, a, a per, no, you shouldn't be four months pregnant overnight. You know, but right. in the fantasy world, <laughs> this is, you know, or in a fantasy world, but in this reality, that's that seems to be the case. So right after that scene, we saw Herb and he was cutting his like hedges, but he starts cutting the wall. Was there like any significance in that or was that just weird? Well, the fact that that is uh, against the laws of physics, uh, a hedger can't chop through a brick. Concrete. Got yeah. it. So Concrete, yeah. There's just no way that's a humanly possible thing. So it's just kind of a indication that this is a facade, you know. Right. It's just, you know, so. Things are not what they seem. Yeah. Bingo. Just like with the background, you know. I mean, the, the, it, I think they made the background behind her extra kind of fake. Than, than normal. It just for me, it just kind of stuck out like that. Like you see some different angles of him, a uh, vision outside, or even, and you see that the the surroundings they look like a real neighborhood and everything else. But for some reason, that background setting and him cutting through the the brick concrete or whatever just added that extra. This is there's it's kind of a facade. This is kind of fake. So that's what I kind of got from the cutting of the bricks. I, I totally agree. You can even see that behind Vision as well. It just seems like wherever they're at, just just in the area they're at, is where you see like the sets and like it was very movie like. And in the beginning part, when they're riding the bike stuff, it was all obviously backlot shots, and you could tell it was just very staged. Seemed like it was just like a, this really perfect reality. But you can see on both sides. I think of their house, you could see the paintings just like far away, just kind of blurry. Not a lot of detail because it's 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 a world that someone's creating, and absolutely, I, we're still not sure who's creating the world. Uh, we're not, Sam. So well, let's, talk, okay. let's talk about the, let's talk about the nursery. Uh, so because that's where we we kind of jump right into and stuff is uh, you know uh, Wanda doing her nesting and she's helping set up the nursery. Vision's mm-hmm. reading all the books on pregnancy and birth and they're you know, about to be a new father and stuff. And um, I thought it was kind of, there's some really kind of cool, interesting things. In this. So I'll, I'll start with mine and I'll let you guys kind of uh, chime in. Um, and again, all you guys who are listening at home, you know, we, you know, we don't get an early advance of the script or anything. So I have to say, you know, seen it you shouldn't be listening to the show as we'll talk about spoilers, speculations, theories, we could be right, we could be wrong. So I'm just putting that disclaimer out there. Anyway, back to the nursery. So she's, you know, she's using her magic and she's like build, building the baby crib and she, um, you know, she's painting the, the wall, like that stork, you know, holding the baby bundle, which I thought was really kind of cool. And I didn't find out until like the second time I watched it. I actually had to go and look it up. The paint, which was, uh, it says Sims, uh, Simpsons paint. Which is actually a, a nod to Jeremy Simpson, who is part. He's part of the art direction team for WandaVision and a lot of other superhero uh, shows and stuff. 
um, including like She Hulk. That's going to be coming to Disney mm-hmm. Plus, and and all, I mean he this guy works on a lot of stuff uh, for storyboards and and art direction and stuff. So I thought that was kind of kind of interesting. Um, just kind of one of those like hidden, like, Hey, you know, we're giving our whole team credit, even the guys behind the scene. Right. Um, you guys have any take on the paint or, uh, different than that? Or, um, you mean that, uh, on, on the nursery? No, uh, just the paint part. I, the I just, paint. No, I, I saw, I've been watching a few breakdown videos, just trying to get caught up with you guys. And I did see someone bring that up this morning. So I think I did, like you said, it's very cool that they are throwing out different, you know, nods to the people that, that make this show happen. So I thought that was cool. I think this was the scene where we finally saw that right now Wanda's not completely in control of her magic because she's going into labor. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think you don't think so? Do you think like like when she was having her contractions and stuff and things started spinning and? All right, so uh, we'll go back to the nurse scene about that. Yes, I'm thinking, I, I about, the I'm thinking yes, about the butterflies. I'm thinking about butterflies. Yeah. So she, so um, when she felt a kick. Um, which is normal, you know. People feel kick. I mean, not normal for her the timing, but normal for people to feel kicked or the baby. What was unusual about that was actually the description she used. She said it was kind of a fluttery mm-hmm. thing. Now, the, what makes it unusual? I mean, you feel a kick, you hear a, a you know a move. I, I've have children. I felt my wife's belly move. It it, it is not at all fluttery. Right. It is early on, but she's far enough along. She was about six months at that time. She is six months at the time. Now, it would be normal for a speedster baby to right. have fluttery kicks and stuff. It would also so so that so out of the twins, you know, for those who don't know, you know, the, the two twins, if they're staying true to the comic books, one will be a speedster, the other one will be a sorcerer, has magic powers. Now, when babies when these babies are active, they tend to stay true to, I guess you would say, their powers. So fluttering baby kicks would be perfectly in line with a speedster baby. And magic mm-hmm. turning the butterfly mobile into real-life butterflies would also be in the tradition of a magical baby being. So Wanda didn't do it. She and said, she even said it. She, said she, she didn't do it. She yeah, said, I, I know she I did. did. And she yeah. said, I didn't mean to do that. Right. So I was like, oh, maybe she doesn't have control of her magic right now. But that makes sense if there's a little right. baby Wiccan in there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so it's Wiccan it and Speed, right? Her. Are their names? Wiccan and Speed, yeah. Yes. Okay. Wiccan and Speed are the two babies. So, yeah. So, it, so and she wouldn't have known that. She wouldn't have known this. Because, why, you know, why would she think she would have, you know, a baby, babies with power? So, that's why she was surprised with the, the mobile turning into real butterflies and stuff. And at the time, she thought there was only one baby. Right. Yes. Yes. She did say him. She did say him in that scene, too. She made the mm-hmm. comment about something saying, well, hurry up so we don't him. Because they knew it was going to be Tommy or Billy. And they were kind of arguing over that. So. Yes, I do. I do love the the name arguments over the two, which we end up getting. You know, the, both both names attached to to the to the babies and stuff here. But um, that back and forth just contributes to that whole sitcom storyline. Yes, right. so absolutely. So, so that was my part on the nursery. That that was the strength. The, the interesting pieces. I actually had to go back a couple of times to, to catch that because I really looked at the whole the fluttering kicks. I'm like, oh, how would a how would a speedster baby kind of kick if right. they it would be kind of and then also if you're a sorcerer or magic baby, what would you do to show your activity? You make 
magic things kind of happen. So I think Wanda kind of did a really nice hidden job by stating that, oh, did I? I didn't know. I, I didn't realize I did that. Or, you know, what yeah, she, yeah, she said, I, did, I didn't mean I didn't mean to do that. Right. Yeah. Yep. So and she didn't. She was absolutely truthful. She didn't mean to do it, but she didn't do it. It was her baby. So um, God, I'm trying to remember what was it? So then they move out into the kitchen and she's cooked. She's at the she's in the kitchen and he's he's changing the kitty carryall's diaper, kitty which, carryall, is, yeah. which is from <laughs> from the Brady Bunch. So I thought yes. that was a nice nod, too. Absolutely. And so the other thing that kind of strengthens the nursery argument was when the when the Paxton Hicks started yeah. to happen. So for those who don't know, it's kind of like false labor activity. You're not really, you know, it happens kind of at the end or the beginning of the third trimester. And I only know this because I went on WebMD. So I'm not, I'm not a baby. Doctor David. Yeah, whatsoever. <laughs> My kids were a long time ago. So, but I, I did some research for this. I'm like, there's must be some significance to utilizing Bra Braxton Hicks, and I did. So it's like, you know, it's 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 false labor activities, you know, that happens and stuff. And so, two things happen that we that is attributed to both twins. So the first was the actual Braxton Hicks. You know, you mm -hmm. feel that that pain kind of in your belly, which she kind of doubled over. And the yeah, second it's not thing, an actual. It's not an actual pain. It's just a tightening. So a tightening. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you're correct. <laughs> sorry. Again, I'm not a baby doctor. You've had kids, so you understand. <laughs> don't, don't come for me. You you actually can speak to that better than me. Um, so a tightening. So she felt that. And she also felt magic happening in the kitchen. We saw. So that was the other false labor uh, indication and stuff was the magic happening. Now, the reason why I think this is important because uh, when I looked up how do Braxton Hicks go away and they and they usually attribute it to mom like moving or, you know, changing the setting. And when Vision had Wanda come out of the kitchen, Braxton Hicks stopped. Just stop. So she was absolutely experiencing Braxton Hicks for having magical mutants. Uh, I guess we can. I mean, is it safe to say mutants? Yes. Yeah, yeah, artificial yeah. mutants. Yes. She's having mutant babies. And so <laughs> this is what's going to happen when you have mutant babies and stuff. One magical and one's a speedster. So that was my that was my take on the little Easter egg surprise. So I, mm -hmm. I think that magic absolutely has more to do with the baby than it actually Wanda not really being in full control or even knowing her powers are happening and stuff. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then during that scene there is when she walks out and she's talking to Vision, the water breaks. And then he, you know, all all hell kind of breaks loose in the house and everything is going crazy. And then they go from there. I believe that's when she gets in more pain and, take, and he takes off, correct? No, she blows no. out the house. <laughs> oh, that's right. She, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. She does the air dry, the car wash air dryer thing and dries And then we find out that Dottie is married to the neighbor, the, 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 the neighbor David Swimmer fired. guy, the from David Swimmer looking guy. When she walked in, asked if these earrings make me look fat, and then the power went out, and he was very happy that that happened. Like, so. Oh, thank, <laughs> oh, thank God that that line. Um, I so I watched the show like five times. I I, I, I chuckled every time. I shouldn't. Yeah. It was stupid. It's a stupid joke, but he just he just hit it. He just hit it so right. So yeah, it was stupid for Dottie to ask that question. It right. was. It was absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about his newspaper in that scene. Okay. Do you think there's any relevance to? I mean, it's a hydrant on the cover, but it says to Hydra. Right. 
Yeah, they cut it off very purposefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so yeah, it says the Hydra in you know added to main. It's supposed to say you know two hydrants added to main, but it says you know two Hydra at added to main. So so it could be I I don't know. I have a you know a bunch you know I, I hear a bunch of theories and stuff on it, and it could be you know Hydra's you know adding to the the main storyline and stuff. Um, I I honestly. I'm open to other people's interpretations of that piece because I either I just didn't have enough time to dig into it or I just I'm lost. Okay, so I have a question for someone who does not know that much about this stuff. Um, I kind of know who Hydra is. What what is their significance? So Hydra is all about uh, military might. So they're they're not based in the U.S. Despite what the soap commercial says, made in the U.S. Um, but military might, power, having that's where the true uh, control over the world is. They're very much about military control and stuff. Um, where the other, there's, and I don't really know if AIM is a part of this. Are they not. connected to AIM? So that's. But, no, AIM, AIM is more about, uh, they're, they're more of the kind of scientific, uh, based on, um, uh, technology. Technology well, is the guy from Iron Man 3, correct? That created correct. AIM? Yes. That, He's, with the yeah. hexagons. So. so, Sean, think about shields, how okay. shields is about protecting and like, mm-hmm. you know, they have yes. people with powers who they protect. Hydra is weaponizing those people. Hydra okay. wants to yes. capture those people to weaponize them. Hydra is the okay. adversary to shield. Perfect. Okay. That's thank you. <laughs> Carry on. It's all about military might, making soldiers control command. That's Hydra all the way and stuff. Loyalty, Hell Hydra. I mean, they're mm-hmm. that's that's their whole thing. You know, um, yeah, everyone got excited. Aim, in the aim is just science. I didn't, I didn't understand it. <laughs> I would say aim is science and technology that runs amok. It's kind of like Tony's uh, a Sarkovinchin's kind of just getting away from them and stuff. They mean well, like the goal is, you know, like he wants to put a, you know, Tony said he wants to put a big shield around earth and stuff. And <laughs> which we'll see some things about sword, but um, they, they don't look at themselves as bad guys. If we're okay. talking about team, Hydra okay. knows what they are. It's, you know, it is what it is. You know, they have their own, own purpose. We care less what you think about them. So they want domination. Yes. Yeah. It's not oh. about greater good for all. It's about greater good for Hydra. Hydra okay. only. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Now we we did skip ahead of the um, the first uh, um, when Geraldine came by, so because that was before the water before the water broke. No, no it was after it was because after. she came for a bucket. She came for a bucket. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> you're right. I'm so sorry. That was that was that's right. That was after so at this the water time. Broke. Um. She gets in more pain and Vision leaves to go get the doctor. So at that time, while he's gone, Geraldine shows up. As soon as he leaves, Geraldine shows up. Which was odd, you know. But you notice every time Viz leaves, someone's knocking on that door, be it Agnes or be it Geraldine. Okay. Can I go back to one thing real quick? I forgot. Um, I was watching a couple different things and breakdowns of this. I know you guys think that Wanda... Is, has created this whole world, which I'm still not 100 percent sure on. You're gonna have to convince me of that. But I never said it, she created the whole world. Well, this this area that they're in right now. So when when she's on, on the couch having having pain and vision just rises up, why is that happening? When 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 she's laying on the couch in pain and vision just kind of starts floating up in the up up in the sky, he just starts floating. Is that because he's not real? Because a lot of speculation is that he's not really there, and this is all in her mind. So 
the, well, I, I'll just say this part, okay? So um, the two aren't related to what I'm about to say. Okay. One, we saw Vision die. Right. There's no question of that. Take from that as you will about him being existing in this reality and stuff. And granted, very much so, uh, Wanda has the power to actually make this a reality. So keeping those those things in mind, um, the whole rising thing, I don't have. It. That could have that could have been Wiccan. Yeah, yeah, it, it could have just been okay. part of labor. Um, we did not talk about though, like we didn't delve into her altering his reality when he started to figure yes. out. So they're sitting on the couch together and they're talking and he's starting to ask questions like, what's with the neighbors? Why do these things right. keep happening? And then quickly you see Wanda send him back to the stairs and bring him back down because she now, did not want him putting those puzzle pieces together. No, absolutely. Wanda, right. Wanda wants him to be ignorant of what's happening. Right. I love, love the way they did that because, uh, as we saw when she, uh, when, uh, the uh, beekeeper guy came out of the sewer, we actually saw the physical rewinding of time and stuff, or just rewind, which reminds you of how you would rewind something VHS. We didn't see it this time. Right. We, we saw kind of a skip back like you would with a DVD player. Right. Mm -hmm. So even how time is being, uh, rewind as they transition through different decades and stuff, seeing advancements and stuff. Is that I thought that was really cool and yeah. I thought it was really clever. So we saw the blurt, we didn't see the lines or anything, just boop. It's like, oh, just skip back. Oh, okay. And I loved it. I, I loved it. It was kind of cool. But yeah, Wanda definitely doesn't want Vision figuring out what's happening. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah, she wants to keep this, uh, her interpretation of this reality. To you know, real for all parts, and as you as we know this, so I, I'll just say this: when things, I was, I'll, okay, let's say this is a, a false reality. So I'm just going to use this for this premise: when real things happen in this false reality, the characters that are kind of in the surrounding areas tend to kind of break out of a trance a little bit. We see, we see, like you know, with the with the radio, um, yeah, for Dottie when she with the glass, yep, in the glass. Uh, you know, we we see those those, and we'll we'll see it with Geraldine too and stuff. When real things that are actually happening breaks kind of the fantasy, right. people kind of kind of tend to kind of get out of that trance just a, just a little bit and stuff, and then the fantasy kind of takes back over, takes place and stuff because they they're snapped right back in. So I think um, Vision being the questioning you know person that he is, any chance that he he ask questions or starts to lean towards a way that could break this this reality, she's right there to kind of stare them back into the fantasy. Right. Whether it's, you know, about how can you be pregnant this fast overnight? Let's stare right back into the reality. He goes along with it because he, right. he loves her and what what else is Vision going to do? And so he's a he's an amazing partner and stuff. Right. Like okay, so we're at Geraldine. Geraldine just came in and said, no, call me Foxy now because she's because <laughs> no. she looks like Foxy Brown now from the nope, 70s. nope. She did not say no. Um, she she said it. The jacket was Foxy. Oh, being... I thought she said call me Foxy. No, she's talking about the jacket. Oh, okay. no, because she was teasing her about wearing the jacket when it was seventy degrees, and she was like, she thought she was making Wanda uncomfortable by Correct. making that comment. Oh. She's like, oh, I'm okay. just kidding. Like, like let me borrow it sometime. Yeah, it's yeah, Foxy. It's foxy. Okay. Let me okay. borrow it sometime. I read that wrong. Sorry. 
Continue. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't speak 70s lingo, even though you right. should, Sean. Should I mean, I was, I'm older than all of you, so. <laughs> yeah, I think that was high school for you, right? Or, Shut up. I, was, <laughs> but, I, yeah. I got that. I only figured it out from Austin Powers and Goldmember. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's a little Easter egg I found on the fourth time that I watched that episode. Um, her hoop earrings are actually hexagon. Really? I don't know if you guys, yeah, I did not catch that until like the fourth time around. I'm like, that's such, cause you, I mean, you expect hoop earrings to be circle. That's just, right. Okay. Kinda, you know, they're big hoops. I've seen enough 70s, you know, uh, exploitation films and movies in that era to know like hoop earrings are hoop earrings. They don't really come in like weird, funky, unless, you know, but these were hexagon. So that was particularly interesting. And I have to think that was on purpose. So. So David, like do, you, fish on the pants. do you still stand by your initial comment on Friday as to um, who the stork is? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. So, I want to explain that. This <laughs> is where things can kind of get weird and I'm going off into my own beating path and stuff here. So as we see as um, Geraldine and Wanda are sitting down having an actual conversation about their, Geraldine's promotion, we see this magical stork appear and kind of walk by and really freaks Wanda out. Yeah. Now, again, keep this in my own background as I tell this, Wanda does know when she uses her magic. So don't let that misdirect about the butterflies. Like, I didn't know I did. she didn't do that. She does know how to use her magic. Or it may not it may not produce the results she's always looking for, like the burnt chicken or the eggs. But she knows what she's doing. So she didn't make that stork appear. Is why I'm saying that, that background. Um, and when she tries to use magic to make the stork disappear, you see, you know, you see the, the two attempts, you know, and you, she, she kind of tries to kind of make them go away and this big old red, you know, uh, ball of smoke comes and then. Pay note to the red. Of, Pay note to the red. Hey, very note to the red because that was absolutely uh, what's called four eight uh, four. A HD color red versus the Technicolor world that we saw. So that's why it was way more vibrant than what mm-hmm. we saw in the regular in the in the scene there. So that was absolutely done purposefully, just like a lot of the red that we see throughout uh, throughout the the episodes and stuff. Now, with that said, we see the stork kind of just waves it off like it's no big deal. And as Geraldine continues her story, the stork kind of getting closer and closer and freaking out Wanda. And so she tries again to use her magic on. Now, we all know Wanda is amazing freaking witch. I mean, she almost killed Thanos. We yeah. all saw it, you know. If it wasn't you know, for yeah, like she's yeah, if it wasn't for Hellfire, most... she would have t- ripped Thanos apart. She is I'm really, not... literally the most powerful. She's being. the most powerful. Yep. Yep. Yes, so she, she tries. So she, she tries again, and the bird just kind of you know flaps it off. And so then she she couldn't use any more magic, so she grabbed a piece of fruit, and right when it was getting right into into Geraldine's uh, you know uh, eyesight eyeline, she threw the fruit. Bird, the stork kind of went behind and kind of tackled her. La- I say yeah, laughed. I, at her. I say laughed. laughed, too. Yeah, laughed right. yeah. she, she straight laughed at her. That was a very real response. Um, and because it was a real response, guess what? When real things happen in this false reality, it tends to snap people kind of out of the trance. And Geraldine stood up and was like, "What was that?" And she's like, "It's this kind of ch- you know 
chittering sound or she was kind of snapping out of her response and stuff. She now was this, a, she was a little worried about it. She was concerned. She was, she was absolutely concerned. And with that said, um, what's the real thing that I think that's happened? It's not that the stork is real. I think the stork, in my opinion, is our introduction to who is Mephisto. Now, Mephisto is a very much a bad guy. He is the well, I, he's been compared to the equivalent of the devil. Um, they've been very careful about when they introduce him to not make him the actual devil, but some of the, the way he, ways he operates and stuff, you know, he'll he'll take your soul and. He He's, makes deals. Yes, he makes deals. He does all these things to kind of, you know, but these are very much his powers. And, you know, and he's a very powerful being and he can manifest into anything. So I think he absolutely, this was his first appearance and stuff. And if, you read, if you're a comic book head, you understand that it was actually uh, the twins that Wanda had were shards of actual Mephisto himself. So it's not a far-fetched leap. For me to actually, you know, jump to the conclusion that this bird who happens to be powerful enough to just wave off Wanda's magic and not only that, but laugh at her would be kind of uh, this little evil little entity called Mephisto. And we can think that, too, with the red. Mm-hmm. Yes. The red would be a representation of a Mephisto, too. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. 100% correct. So, so with that, and then also, you know, um, you know, there, you know, there are some, I, I heard some people talk about how, you know, the fish on Wanda's lake, which is kind of, you know, we all know that the fish symbol kind of represents. On Geraldine's, yeah. Yeah, on Gerald, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, on Geraldine's lake kind of represents, we've seen fish logos on, on bumper stickers and stuff represent God. Um, and then here we have the stork just kind of pecking. You know, trying to eat the fish and stuff. Um, you know, before what what was the thing that disrupted everything? Her going into real labor? Well, no, no, she got up. No. She 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 got to she went to go in the bedroom, and then that's kind of when Wanda kind of snapped into went into labor because she was trying to stop her. I I think that's yeah. what started it. Well, it was after they went into um, Geraldine needed off office supplies, so right, they go right. into yeah, the now right. the now nursery, and she goes, "Oh my gosh, are you pregnant?" And then Wanda's like, yeah, then, oh, man, here comes the baby. And Geraldine, like, didn't question it. Like, like you were saying earlier, David, like, when it's not real, when it's part of the illusion, they all play a part. They all play a part. They don't question it. Things are spinning on the walls. The lights are crashing to the table. And... Geraldine's just like, I'm sure there's a logical explanation for this. Right. Just like it's no big deal. I exactly. And I'd be like, I'd be like, your house is possessed. Good luck. I'm leaving. Yeah, like, who, I'm are you, who are you giving birth to right now? Yeah. So then Geraldine delivers the first baby. So the first baby, which so all the magic and everything else happened really kind of shows us the first baby is is the witch. That's that's the first of the set of twins. Wicked, so, yep. It's it's Wiccan, so Wiccan Wiccan is born, and and if and I know you guys heard this part when she grabbed his head. So if, for those who don't know, um, um, Scarlet Witch or Wanda is very telepathic, and you know she can put dreams in your head, visions, and everything else. She can actually feel your energy. She was holding the baby by the head and said, "Joel, you're you're strong." Right, right there is like you're. She knows the baby is strong with magic and stuff. 
And so I think she kind of figured that part out right there and stuff. Um, so yeah, so all the spinning on the walls and everything else was just, you know, just like the Braxton Hicks and the butterfly fluttering was the baby doing that. That's the baby coming into this reality. So that spinning and the lights and everything that only happened for the first baby. Right. Yep. And then Vision comes in right after the baby's delivered with the doctor, and the doctor doesn't even question the fact that he right. just ran super fast with Vision, like speed of light. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, just like, he's like oh, that was he's fast. Kitchen, yeah. <laughs> that was fast. And and then Geraldine's like, okay, let's go to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Wanda screams, one scream, yep. and there's another baby because They're that fast. would be speed. Just it's fast. fast. So fast. Speed of sound with the she, I think the echoing, and I don't know the her her screaming. You have, you hear that echo like it's down a long tunnel kind of thing that she does. My only thing is that oh, it must be like the speed of sound. He's rushing out, but I, I don't know. I don't know, but it's definitely with speed. Yep, it was speed. So he comes out pretty quick, and uh, Vision catches him, mm-hmm. and now they have another baby. They have two babies. Um, the, the question about that, real quick. Before before you go on, so I saw a couple things and, th- and things that said that because they said, "Oh, you you meant you named the baby Tommy," and they're both happy over the name Tommy. Someone said that she actually just generated the other baby right on the spot to f- fulfill being a Billy as well. Is that not the case, or would you say it's there's always supposed to be two? There's always supposed to be two. Okay. Well, because right. Wanda herself is a twin, and right. so if you're right. a twin, the likelihood okay. of having twins Perfect. yourself is a lot higher. And there's too many twin references in the first episode and yeah. stuff. And the, the children, I mean, it wasn't like we're doing this for the child. It's for the children. The ch- you, you heard a lot of that plural about kids. So I think the twin was, it was bound, it was supposed to happen that way. And if they are sticking true to the comics, which they're doing a pretty dang good yes, job, um, there's twins. Okay, perfect. Wiccan and Speed are twins. Okay, yes. cool. Billy and Tommy. Billy and Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> and then pretty much our next scene is, you know, everybody's standing around the babies. And what does the doctor say, David? Oh, I love this. So you're not, no one's going to convince me this is not the case. This is absolutely a nod to, um, uh, oh my God, hitchhiker, the, hitchhiker, hitch- the hitchhiker guide to the galaxy. And stuff. Now there's, there's a part in, which is a pop reference, uh, um, a pop culture reference, which is the, the answer to everything. It's forty-two. Um, it's you know the oh. answer of of yeah what what you know the the creation of life, the meaning of the universe, the meaning of of you know all real things and stuff. And they and they ask this question as opposed to this amazing supercomputer that it took like seven million years of computations and it produced this answer. The answer is forty-two. Well, if you pay attention and you, you see the doctor holding the babies and then about to give the baby back to Wanda, he's actually, uh, he says something that I thought was really, really kind of cool and important and a nod to this. He said, uh, you have 20 toes and 20 fingers, which makes two healthy, real baby boys. Um, 42 is what you get when you add all that, all that up. So I absolutely think the creation Wanda created real life in this fake reality, which are the twins and stuff. So they're very much a part of the real character base here. Like there's a few, I, I mentioned this before. There's a few characters that are, I believe are absolutely kind of real operating within this, you know, besides, you know, you know, you have Wanda, 
I don't think Vision is real, but that's just, you know. Um, you have Agnes. Herb, absolutely he is. Um, you have, and then you have outside interlopers and stuff. You know, so, like so Geraldine. Yeah, Geraldine and whoever else trying to stick, kind of, you the, know. The bee suit. Yep. Yes. The the B suit. Uh, the 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 radio the agent with the radio, the voice and stuff. Um, outside. So the outside ear And then now you have the twins. Twins are very much real. And so so yeah. So that's I thought that was really a, a cool nod to the Hitchhiker Guide. If if it wasn't the case, hey, I'm I could be overthinking things. I, I, I like it. I like okay. it. I'm sticking with it. It's not going to hurt it. It's not going to hurt it for us to go with it. So now we're going to get to the juicy stuff. Right. Yes. Where it hits the fan. <laughs> so we've got Vision walking the doctor out again. And the doctor says, can we please actually walk this time? So the doctor's right. walking away. And we see Agnes and Herb having a conversation outside. And they're very suspicious about oh, yeah. Geraldine being in the house with Wanda. And there's something that Herb wants to tell vision but agnes is like don't do it don't do it um you talked a little bit last time about agatha harkness being the possible person for who agnes is you know you know she already has that connection to scarlet witch and you know she was the first witch hung in the salem witch trials right so i know you said david you hadn't made up your mind on herb yet yes but i had my my opinion oh. on who he might be. Bring it out, sure. <laughs> so my opinion is that he might be Herbert Wyndham, who is high evolution. <laughs> I and evolution. High evolution already also has a connection to Wanda because him and his people, Bova, I think it was, um, were the ones who were in possession of Wanda and Pietro when <laughs> they were orphaned babies. So I think we might we might have some high evolution coming in later this season. Absolutely. And just so you know, Bova's the one who gave Wanda and, and Petro to the gypsy adopted. The gypsy parents, parents and, yeah. Yeah. Which we haven't even talked about the commercial and stuff because there's a connection there as well. But yes, I like where you're going. I there is nothing to dispute that herb could be high evolution. So I and I, I absolutely like that. So the more the better because this is the setting stages, the setting events for phase four. So I'm I'm all for it. I, I think I think that's great. Give us more. So yes, oh absolutely. I still haven't figured out the brooch that uh, that uh, Agnes I was going to ask you about that. So, yeah, I, I haven't. You know, I. I, it looks as sometimes it looks like there's a grim reaper. That's what I saw. It was a grim reaper with, with two, two children. Then the yep. other parts, it kind of looks like three, like it'd be like three witches. Or, right. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Um, it could be just because I need a, you know, I, I need a bigger TV. I need like one of those 96 inches and stuff. So if there's a fan out there that wants to just <laughs> mail me one, that's fine. But anyway, so Agatha is is. Wanda's friend or not her or, or her protector mentor. or mentor. Okay. Mentor. Yeah. She comes and helps to actually Wanda kind of channels her power. She's not always a, a, a friend is not the probably the she's proper. not always a good person. Okay. Correct. No. She she and she has motivations and stuff to, to do things and she absolutely uh would uh, choose protecting a sorcery over anything else and stuff if if you know if even if she has to cross a friend. So I wouldn't say friend and stuff, but okay. 
she absolutely helped Wanda with controlling her magics and, and okay, absolutely helped with the twins and Mephesto and everything else. So, but I, we're not going to see that kind of a deep dive within the comic books. We'll see something. So I'm not sure how the MCU, if this is Ag- Agatha Harkness, is going to play out versus the comic books. So I want to be reserved before I go into Agatha Harkness okay. background because MCU, they're known to take pieces to to make it you know, to formulate what the cinematic universe is. So I'll talk just, more about Agatha off, off screen. Okay. Which I mean, right now we're just saying there is a connection to those characters. Okay. So it makes sense that it could be her. Yeah. So Vision finally goes back inside after he can't get it out of her. We missed the whole conversation. I know, right? but Geraldine okay. is gone. Let's talk about what happened with right. Geraldine. <laughs> <laughs> My girl got away. mad. My girl Take got it away, really mad. Woo, man! Is uh, the what did you say part? I oh, mean, that, that right there, that scene forever killed the laugh tracks. We we're getting real now when yeah. it comes to to Wandavision stuff because that that look when she was talking about being a part of a twin and and she was um, and she's talking about a very real thing, which also helped break. Um, Geraldine's trance a little bit enough for her to like didn't your you know, didn't your brother get killed by Ultron and then that whole that kind of turn and look like what did you just say and the the whole like her it was I I loved it 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 showed what I know to be true in the comic books that how how you know badass Wanda can be and how fearful you need to be. If you're on her bad side, she is no one to play around with and stuff. She's a savage. She is. And <laughs> like she, she, if looks could kill. Mm-hmm. And, and Wanda's looks can. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was going to say her, hers can actually literally kill. Um, so I, so when, so we, we didn't see her actually cast her out. Um, but we saw, you know, her actually, you know, flying through and coming out of what looks like this, filled bubble you know um you know little like hexagons and stuff and she lands into this night area that looks like a military base and all you know surrounding this neighborhood that is called very much west 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 Mm -hmm. so we did uh so before she did cast her off out she was asking her who are you? Oh, like, yes, where did yes. you come from? And she notices Geraldine's sword necklace. And right. Geraldine's like, I, I don't remember. I, but I feel like Geraldine was out of character. Like she was yes. in reality she, at that point. She knew she got because, caught. Because she was like, oh, Wanda, don't be like that. Yep, yep, yep. She, so she knew that Wanda was figuring it out. And what mm-hmm. she knew, this is where I'm saying, Sean, I'm sorry. Wanda is trapping everybody here. I know. I can see that. That it's okay. <laughs> and that is what they're not trying to tell Vision. Yes. They're not trying oh, to tell okay. Vision. Okay. And the doctor the doctor even says it's really hard to leave a small town. A small town, yeah. Or near impossible. Yep. So His car broke down while he was trying to go to Bermuda. <laughs> so Sam, you sent us something in our group chat this morning. It was um about the song that she was singing, the Sokovian song, which I thought was... Did you see this, David? Did you did you read this article? No, no, no. She sent us a little link, and I have it right here. And, uh, I think that was actually Bill who sent that. Oh, I'm sorry. It might have been Bill. Okay. But uh, when the Portuguese is translating into English, the, the the song that she was singing says, I waited, I waited for you, and this day has come. My heart became a home full of light, full of light. 
That's what the song she was singing was translated into. Well, now she has two babies to protect. And David, what did you say she's going to become now that she's got these two babies to protect? Oh, she she's well. I don't say it. She's going to be a superhero. What I, what I <laughs> Can you refresh what I actually said? Because there's there's several. You said she's going to be she's going to make Thanos look like a cakewalk. Yep. Thank you. Yes, yes. Yeah, if you guys thought Thanos was the big baddie and stuff, I mean, a lot of people a lot of people sympathize with Thanos and the whole like, you know, draining of the universe and his his methodology may have been wrong, way wrong the way he uh, approached it, but his his uh reasons were true. Same with Wanda. Her reasons now are the babies. And there's going to be some things that are going to challenge the, the, her her family eating it and if you challenge mama bear who happens right. to have all the power of the world and stuff look out that's all hell i'm gonna ha- say hell hath no fury like a woman scorned scorned 100 yeah. yeah thanos have will have nothing oh man on on what you're gonna see wanda do and it's gonna prove wanda for once and for all it's gonna settle the question who's the most powerful being in the marvel universe and scarlet witch you may not like it because it means she might become a villain. Sean, sorry. Will she come back though and be good, or will she like become a villain forever? I wish she need to. Do you really need her to come back from being a That's villain? That's true. I, mean, I can still like her. <laughs> so, so let's talk. About, can we talk? Let's talk about the commercials. Um, yes, because uh, there's we had we had some interesting uh, talk about it in the and when we're chatting and stuff about about this and. And I have to, I actually, um, was it you, Sam, or was it Bill that was talking about the, of the uh, memory that was kind of playing? In- it was, it was both of us. Okay. So yeah. And I, I, I kind of jumped in late and stuff and I, I came to the same conclusion. I, I really think these commercials really kind of are this way of coding some of the memories of things that are, were happening and stuff. And it's starting out with like the toaster. Simple as that. Like she, if you remember in Iron Man, and she was actually talking about how when the bomb, you know, they they're you know all under all the rubble and stuff, and there's this bomb that was going that was just blinking. It didn't go off, and it was blinking for days. And only thing they could make out on it was Stark. It Stark. Now the toaster, the new tech, this new and improved technology of destruction, the toaster that can cook everything. Had Stark on it and it had the red blinking light and stuff. So I think there were there was definitely a tie into that. But the Calgon commercial. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say who we talked a little bit earlier about who we think could possibly be the man and the woman in these commercials. We're saying it could possibly be you know those gypsy parents that were raising yes. her, yep. her and Pietro. Um, the the Calgon yeah Calgon take me away the Hydra Soak commercial it was absolutely great I loved it because they absolutely did I mean you, someone actually went online if you go on the YouTube and, and search it they actually did the side by side commercial you can kind of almost take it frame by frame uh, how <laughs> it it was it was actually really 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 great I loved it uh, um, one of the things that kind of caught that kind of struck me a little bit was in um, as they're showing all the little chaotic scene that the mom was going through, there's there's the little boy and the little girl. You know, the, the little girl's black girl, and she is she's apologizing to mom, who's you know who's the who's the white uh, gypsy lady, and, and even though that's not odd, especially in today's age, you know, people adopt 
work, you know, if there's love to be given, doesn't matter what your race or color is and stuff, we give it. But what was an, what, what I think what they're trying to do visibly kind of show that these kids may be adopted. And the significance in that part is that the twins were absolutely adopted. They were actually, so Bova, as we mentioned earlier, um, brought those twins because her parents, you know, supposedly died. I'm going to, you know, talk about uh, magneto things or anything like that, but uh, was given to these people to be raised and stuff. So this is where I'm thinking, like, these are memory-type sequences, and there's also kind of messaging in there and stuff, you know? So, you know, the, the you know, so it's her um, as the girl and her, her brother, you know, and, you know, um, and the adopted parents and stuff. So there's the adoption piece. There's also, you know, the messaging is where you have to really pay attention. Talk about, like, especially, like, you know, uh, become the goddess and stuff. So... This is the part where it's like she she uh, when a mutant not when a mutant with any character uh, go to the higher plane of their omega level character. There's a few Marvel characters have omega level powers and stuff. Wanda's one of them. She's actually one of the biggest one of them. So saying to unlock your inner goddess, they're trying to push her to unlock that omega power that she actually absolutely has. Will make her unstoppable. It's her shadow work she's got to do. She's got to get inside of her her memories and her head and use those things to unleash what's inside. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so my theory is that just like you guys, you know, there, there there's some memory play here. There's some manipulation. I mean, we have we have Hydra. Hydra, you absolutely were a part of of that. They were maybe you know, brought them into that program and stuff, and they wanted to use them. Use her as a use them as soldiers and as weapons and stuff. Um, so you know we see a lot of the Hydra weapons. We saw the Aim one too. Yes, we did. We and also- so that was um, when Wanda and Pietro went to Von Strucker and they were doing experimentation. Yep. So that was right after the um, first commercial we saw. The second one was the Aim one. So that yes. is another memory they had. So I I. I'm 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 excited. We're only three episodes in, and I'm taking notes feverishly, like I'm I'm studying for a college exam. Like there's every time I watch it, there's something new and some kind of nuance. Now again, could be overthinking it, you know. But hey, I think that's why we have great great fans and great people because they they enjoy us having these kind of banter's and we talk and we talk about our theories and our suspicions and and whatnot because you know we we don't really know, but we have some great guesses and we. Between the three of us, Sean, you know, you, you being newbie to this, <laughs> Sam, very experienced, and myself, a comic book nerd and stuff, like between between this collective, it's, it makes for a really good conversation and stuff. So, does I just say I thank you guys. So, this is awesome. Even if it's completely wrong, we right. are having a hell of a time talking <laughs> right. about it. Absolutely. And trying to put it all together. I hope, I hope one is not bad. It sounds like she will I, I be. So. We don't know. We we yeah. don't know. Yeah, I know uh, you guys. Just, know, sets up Doctor Strange too, <laughs> and man, the madness is definitely, I think, is what Wanda's going to become. So uh, we'll we'll see. Sean, yeah. did you see the looks on her face? I did when, like after she cast Geraldine out? Yeah. That was not. No, it wasn't. That was that Wanda was trying not... to kill Thanos. I know it was. You took everything from me. Look, I know. I know. 
Mm-hmm. I know. I'm sorry. You just got to accept it, bud. Right, I, I, I'm look, try. That was nothing nice. She was right. doing business. And now she has twins oh, to look after. Think right. she can let something get in her way and trip her up. So. Yeah. Well, she's a badass mama. So that's that's good. So do we have anything else you want to add to this episode? You guys are worried that we're going to have to talk about <laughs> No, I just can't. I just can't wait. I, I just, you know, uh, now we're into the real. So we know. go eighties now. So we, are we going eighties so, next so week? Or is that what you think? Or seventies? It again? seems like the illusion is pretty broke for everybody now. Yeah, the illusion is pretty broke for everybody now, and it could be, um, you know, Wanda casting Geraldine out. So now we know. Right. Wanda knows that she's there, and she knows how to get out if she wanted to, because she sent Geraldine out. Right. So Wanda wants to be there, and the people that are there because Wanda wants them there. Oh, yeah. And if she people. realizes that you're not supposed to be part of her illusion, she's going to kick your butt out. And there's still some stuff that we've seen in the in the actual previews that we haven't even seen yet. You know, there's the the, the Halloween costumes that right. when, when Agnes says something to them about, "Are you here to save us?" and so I mean, there's still so much more stuff to. So, to... I think that's next. So I think we're going to get. And this is my opinion. I think we're going to get a little bit of like kind of a Roseanne. We may see some like. Um, so the Halloween thing, I don't know why in my head, it reminds me of ET. This you know the, absolutely the, the, the it, it Halloween scene like and stuff, yeah. and the kind of twilighty at mm-hmm. night and stuff, but it's still it just has this. So and that's all 80s. So right. I, I think that's where where we're going, and we're going to see some references, which is my favorite decade. 80s were awesome. Right. Sweet 16, John Hughes stuff. I mean, John Candy. Oh my yeah. God. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I hope they have really cool references for the 80s and stuff in, in the next episode. But we could finish on Intel in the 70s. 70s did a lot of stuff too. But right. There's a, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Full House episode too. That'll be nice that we discussed last week. So that'll, that'll be nice. That would be... You want the Olsen twins to, to make a guess? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just the, Elizabeth is fine. That's fine. <laughs> He's very selective about his Olsons. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, with that being said, I think we can wrap up this week of uh, episode three of WandaVision. Sam, thank you so much for staying up to be on with us. I appreciate it. You've had a hell of a day, so I'm glad you were able to make it on with us. Um, David, as always, brother, I appreciate you doing this. So from Have all fun. of us. From all of us here at the Marvel Tribe and Walt Spartan Podcast, we want to thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Good night, guys. Bye. Go. I got a clicker. You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast Family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.